Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Hey, good morning. Actually, good evening to you in America. Uh, to my Filipino friends, my Ayun Buntag, Santanan, good morning. It is 749 here in Makati City, just outside uh, Manila. And I'm going to bring to you a, hopefully a word of encouragement from Psalm chapter 145. I was going to do this yesterday, and you got me all, hey, mi'iho, uh, you got me all discombobulated, and I talked a little bit yesterday about, <coughs> excuse me, the softball clinic that I was able to conduct. So I know it's uh, almost 8 o'clock at night in America, so if you're, if you're popping on, just give me a little thumbs up or something like that. You can see behind me, um, hey, Mi'ihai, see behind me the skyline of the city of Makati. Uh, hey, Tara, Mi'ihai. Uh, it's the skyline of Makati. Makati's right outside of Manila. And uh, I've been here since Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday conducted a um, softball clinic with evangelism. Some kids got saved and discipleship and character training. And um, so tonight, so it's Friday here. It's still Thursday night in America. So tonight... I'm going to attend a prayer meeting in Manila. Hey, hey, Mima. Um, so it's probably only six or seven miles from here, but it will take nearly an hour because the traffic in Makati and Manila is just absolutely bonkers. And then tomorrow I'll head to, uh, I'll catch a flight from Manila to uh, Tacloban City, Leyte, <coughs> spend some time with Pastor, um, Pastor Nilo Timcon uh, Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, there'll be a revival meeting from area churches. Monday, all day Monday, conduct a pastor's conference. Tuesday, I think, meet with a couple more pastors. Wednesday, probably Wednesday night service. Thursday, catch a flight to Cebu and then a boat Friday to Tobigan and start all over again. Um, and be in Tobigan and Pangalau for a week and then weave my way back here uh, the week after that for baseball clinic and ministering in the Jesus Power Center Church. Anyway, um, so if you'll pray for me, I still have jet lag, but the beautiful thing about jet lag is you, uh, hey Lola, the, the beautiful thing about jet lag is, I know you just came on Lola, this is like a, the, the city of Makati behind me. Yeah, it's a bustling city. Um, the, the beautiful thing about jet lag is you wake up at crazy hours. So I woke up at a crazy hour this morning, like three o'clock, and um, I told myself, no, no, you, you can't get up now because it's three o'clock in the afternoon in America when it's three o'clock in the morning here. Anyway, so finally about uh, five o'clock or so, I got out and about looking on the internet, walking around. I found a Starbucks that opened at six. So had a uh, white chocolate mocha Lola at Starbucks. Um, and hey James, and got some studying done, uh, preparing for um, the next two or three weeks. So anyway, so I went back and read Psalm 145 again, just to, sh this is this Makati behind me here. So uh, Psalm 145, 
I just want to give you just a, a brief, um, brief encouragement from that. And then I do appreciate you praying for this trip and uh, the fruit that will come from it, no doubt. Psalm 145 is one of my favorite psalms. I know you're saying, you say that like almost every other day. Yeah, because like, I guess it's according to how the day's going and how life is going and how the Lord, uh, sorry, my tripod slipping. So Psalm 145 says, I will extol you, my God, my King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Um, Caleb, Caleb, tell the girls Pop said hello. Uh, Tara, tell the girls Pop said hello. And Clint also, he's not a girl, but I'm going to include Clint uh, as well. And uh, so anyway, so Psalm 145. I will extol you, my God, my King. I will bless your name forever and ever. David starts with the resolve in his heart. He uh, recognizes that God is his God. God is his king. And his resolve is, I, hey, read him. I will bless the Lord. I will bless his name forever and ever. If you're just coming on, this is Makati behind me. I'm in the Philippines. It's 8 a.m. here and 8 p.m. there. So, verse 2 in Psalm 145, every day will I bless you, every day. Listen, 365, every single day I will bless you and I will praise your name forever and ever. That's a resolve. Now, I'm just asking a question because I, I asked the same question back in Psalm 34 a few weeks ago where David said, I will bless the Lord at all time, his praise, shall continually be in my mouth. Uh, Tara, Clint is curious at the Starbucks. Yes, the Starbucks tastes the same, and it's not as expensive. The white chocolate mocha tastes just like it does in Thomasville, Tallahassee, um, anywhere else. It's interesting. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts tastes the same, but in the Dunkin' Donuts I've been to, it's um, instant coffee. <laughs> so, like, coffee's not the same. But the donuts are exactly the same. Uh, hey, Sister Christy. So, so Psalm 145, David resolves. I'm going to praise. Psalm 34, David resolved. I will bless the Lord at all times. That's what I call a stubborn praise. It's, it's not a spontaneous praise. It's a, I can already see I'm not going to get through all of Psalm 145, but I just want to give you this quick word, okay? David, has a, David develops a stubborn praise in his life, and I'm sure it developed over the course of time. Um, where he came to the point where he said, I will bless the Lord at all time. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And then Psalm 145, I will, oh, I will praise your name forever. I believe as David matured in the Lord and he uh, overcame hurdles and obstacles. And remember now, David's life was not always on the spiritual mountain. A lot of times he was down in the, the spiritual valley People were trying to kill him. He he had some, uh, Saul was trying to kill him. His son Absalom was trying to take the um, the kingdom from him. His enemies were spreading slander against him. And so everything wasn't always what we say in South Georgia, whoa, hunky-dory for David. But he developed, hey Richard, he developed a, a, a stubborn praise, a stubborn praise. And that is, no matter what happens in my life, no matter what situation I'm in, I recognize the sovereignty of God, and I'm going to praise the Lord. So again, he, he circles back around to that stubborn praise in Psalm 145. But now in Psalm 145, 
he gives us several clues as to why or how he developed a stubborn praise. Now, you know the difference, right? And I mention this at Celebration a lot. A spontaneous praise is, you know, you, you, you go to work and, and you weren't expecting it, but you find out I have a, they give you a promotion today and a $50,000 a year raise. That makes you say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. That's a spontaneous praise. If you're a football fan and your football team scores a touchdown or wins the game, then instantaneously your hands go up, you start clapping, you give high fives, you give hugs, you go, if you're Tennessee, you go tear down the goalpost, walk through ten, walk through Knoxville and throw the goalpost in the, in, the, in the river. That's a spontaneous. Hey, Melanie, I just talked about your volunteers. That's a spontaneous praise. When something goes your way, when something happens, yes, thank you, Lord. A stubborn praise is having the revelation that God's character, God's nature has not changed, and I can still praise the Lord. Watch this. A spontaneous praise is I praise the Lord when I get a promotion at work. A stubborn praise is if I go in and I lose my job and I walk away and I say, praise the Lord. Now, I realize our emotions are different. But in the two, when you lose your job, you're recognizing I'm praising the Lord because he is the same. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. So David has a very, very stubborn praise that he's developed, probably throughout the course of his life. And that's what I've noticed about Christians as they age, that seems like the, not because of age, but because of life experience. A lot of the older saints that I know that have a stubborn praise that's developed over the course of a lifetime. Hey, sisters, you're over in Psalm 145. I know you want to see Makati behind me. Uh-huh. So write this down. I'm, I'm not going to teach them. I'm, I'm, I'm so tempted to because we've got a good little congregation coming in here now. But David talks about the greatness of God in verse 3, Psalm 145. In verse 3, he says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. So stop and think about the greatness of God, just how great God is, all right? And that will help you, to, that will help you develop a stubborn praise. And then, and then in verse 8, he talks about the grace of God. Now start, stop just for a minute. I'm sorry, my tripod keeps slipping. Actually, my phone is, <laughs> you wouldn't believe what I'm doing here to keep my phone up. Um, the grace of God, God's unmerited favor in your life. Stop and think about the gifts God's given you, your family, your home, your career, your ministry. Um, and so it's un, God's unmerited favor. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father. Hey, boy, we're having a difficulty connecting. It may be November 14 or 15. Uh, I now have something tonight, a prayer meeting tonight, and I'm not sure where you are in Manila or wherever. So if you will text message me or send me a message on Facebook after the video, then we will coordinate uh, our coming together. Uh, yes, salama, salama. So, so David develops a stubborn praise because he has the revelation of the greatness of God, the grace of God, and then he talks about the goodness of God. Verse 8 and 9. I know that one of the most anointed songs right now in the world that we're, the body of Christ worldwide worships the Lord with is the goodness of God. Because that song is all about declaring the goodness of God. And even 
even if your situation is not good, God's good. Even if your, 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 your circumstance is not good, God is good. So David developed a stubborn praise because he had the revelation of the goodness of God. Then the fourth thing he had the revelation of was the, 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 the government of God or the dominion of God. David recognizes that God is the one that reigns. David recognizes that God is the one that rules. David understands the providence of God. David has the revelation of the sovereignty of God, the totality of the rule of God over all the universe. So, so here's what he says. He talks about his dominion, your dominion, your kingdom endures forever. And so if you have, a, if you have the thought that, or the revelation that God's dominion is forever, that will help you develop a stubborn praise. David recognizes in God's kingdom that God helps those that fall. Have you ever fallen? We've all fallen. And so in God's kingdom, when we fall, watch this, God's the one that helps us get back up again. But we don't get back up on our own. We fall and God reaches down and helps us back up again. So then he talks about how God raises up the bow down. If you ever had something, I almost said, if you ever had something bad happen in your life, but we all have. Jesus said in the world, we're going to have tribulation. Sometimes we, we, get, we get beat down and we're bowed down and we feel defeated and we feel shame and all those sorts of things. And David has a revelation. God's the one that raises us up. Just like the woman taken in adultery. Remember, Jesus is the one that raised her up. And then in verse 15, David talks about how God gives us what we need in due season. Sometimes we don't have everything we want, but in the dominion of God, in the government of God, in the kingdom of God, God gives us what we need exactly when we need it. And then it says that in verse 18, God is near to those that call on him. James says, draw near unto God, and God will draw near unto you. And so as we take a step and draw near, God's the one that's near those that call him. Two more, God protects us in his kingdom. God protects us. Stop and think about how God protected you today. I tell you what, hey, John, I tell you what, if you are where I have been, even this morning at 5 o'clock and the traffic was crazy here in Makati outside of Manila, uh, just crossing the streets, just crossing the streets, <coughs> 5 and 6 a.m. here in Makati, I experienced the protection of God. And then God preserves his people in verse 20. So, what we have is there's a resolve. David developed a resolve, a stubborn praise because of the greatness of God, the grace of God, the goodness of God, and the government of God, how God takes care of it. Now listen how he ends Psalm 145. I know you're about ready for bed, but go to bed with this. Verse number 21. So David begins the psalm, I will exalt you, O God, my King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day, I will bless you. I will praise your name forever and ever. Now listen to how he ends. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Did you see the resolve there? He begins the psalm with the resolve. I will bless the Lord. I will praise the Lord. Then he gives the reasons. He has the revelation of who God is. He gives reasons why he resolved to bless, and then he ends his psalm again, blessing the Lord. So that's my encouragement to you today, is live 
in Psalm 145. All right, so here's the deal. I mentioned at the beginning of the video this morning, um, if you'll just keep praying for my safety and the Lord will help me out and all that kind of stuff, I appreciate it. Um, here in Makati, was able to lead a softball clinic in a public school on uh, Wednesday. I get spam calls even here in the Philippines. Um, and, and then tonight I'll be attending a prayer meeting uh, in Manila a few miles away. And then Saturday, a flight attack Loban City, where we will, I'll meet with Pastor Nilo, Tim Kong, and his church Sunday morning. Sunday night will be an area-wide revival meeting. Monday, an all-day pastor's conference. Uh, Tuesday, I think, maybe meeting with some more pastors. Wednesday, probably, uh, church service. Uh, fly out Thursday. Uh, Friday, take a boat from Cebu to Tobiga. And Sister Christy, I see you watching. I'll be with Pastor Gary and Sister Christy in Tobiga and Behold. Uh, and then we'll have Sunday morning, Sunday night revival. Uh, Monday, we'll, we go to uh, Tagby Lion City for revival. Uh, Wednesday, I think Clarin for revival service. Thursday, uh, Batasa, I think Batasan Island for ministry. And then Friday to Panglao to be with Pastor Boney. And then back here in Makati for a baseball clinic. And, um, and Jesus Power Center Church, 14th, 15th, 16th, something like that. Anyway, so thank you for watching. For those that have been praying for this ministry, thank you so much. For those that have given your finances so you could send me here to minister the seed of the gospel that's falling on the soil. It's falling on good soil. Say, good night. I know it's time for bed. Hey, Clint and Tara, give those girls some love for Pops. And uh, Caleb and Lindsay, give give uh, give Eden some love from Pops. And Lola, mm -hmm. see you.